Tales from the Estate. For over 100 episodes, the revolutionary force in podcasts about nothing. We're live, pal. Yes, we are. We're coming at you live from our bedroom. It's Tales from the Estate. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey there, how the heck are you? We would like to welcome you to episode 143 of Tales from the Estate. My name is Rip Torn Wienerskin, and right by my side... Old beef teeth. You know her. You love her. <laughs> she has now chopped off her finger, so she will be known as Stavi going forward. Uh, Caitlin. Hello. How are you? I'm here. I'm doing great. I did almost cut off an entire finger. How'd that happen? Um, well, you know, as the great mother that I am, I was making my hour boys some homemade chips using a mandolin slicer and i wasn't even that close to the end of the potato and i sliced off the top of my finger a giant chunk of my finger tip is now just gone so but other than that she can no longer give just the tip nope half a tip just half the tip Well, I guess before we go any further, I should ask, are you extra horny this week? (laughs) Uh, Just wait and find out. (laughs) Apparently people got a kick out of that. I I couldn't control her last week. She didn't want to keep her hands to herself. I'm sorry. I love you. Hey. I I love you more than anything. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Well, we got all sorts of stuff to talk about, but we had a really fun weekend. Uh, we had a wedding yes. this past weekend. We were the best man and the matron of honor. Yes. How cool is that? It was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. They poured you into that dress and forgot to say when. <laughs> and I was all about it. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of boobs in there. You did. But I got them all in <laughs> for the most part. All of them. All the yard dogs. All the yard dogs were in. But the uh, the night before the wedding, mm-hmm. I didn't plan it to be a wedding gift, but it ended up being, uh, as old people, a bachelor party, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> me and, and my buddy Romat, we went and saw the Undertaker one-man show. And so I thought I would share a little bit about that, since some of you may be wondering what it's all about, because he's only done a few of these. Uh, it is a very strict no phone rule. They make you put your phone in one of the pouches. So really what happens at these shows uh, doesn't ever see the light of day. So I will tell you about it. Ooh. Uh, it was probably, it went almost two hours i think he probably planned on going about 90 minutes uh unfortunately he kept having microphone issues his mic kept going out and after he went through about four mics and i thought he was literally going to to kill somebody uh, they gave him a wired mic and so basically he he came out and um you know, he said that there would be some time for a Q&A at the end, but basically it's just uh, him telling stories and 
he shared some stories about Cleveland and how he said that he always loved to to come to Cleveland when he was wrestling because of the nightlife. And I know you're probably laughing, uh, but in the nineties, we legitimately have had a pretty good nightlife uh, in Cleveland. We had the flats. So if you're from here, you know, the flats, uh, if you're not, but that's kind of where everything happened. And he was talking about how, uh, him and the BSK would always go hang out at the strip club. And so he told a story about, uh, one night having to, uh, basically carry both Godwins uh, to their to their hotel, which unfortunately was across the street uh, after they both passed out. And uh, so that was really funny. And, you know, he told some stories um, just really a- about about the BSK and kind of their friendship. And he told some stories about some of the different guys. And uh, by the time he got through that, it was about 45 minutes. And then he just started taking questions. And you know, there were some good questions. There were some of the typical, but uh, somebody asked a question of who his favorite tag team partner was besides Kane. And he told a story about, uh, he said it was Dan Spivey when there were the skyscrapers in WCW when he was young and mean Mark, mean Mark Callis. And he told a story about how one night uh, Dan Spivey single-handedly humbled both of the road warriors and just beat the shit out of them in the <laughs> ring because he felt like they were taking advantage of him. And so after the match, he's sitting in the locker room just waiting for, you know, Hawk and Animal to come back and legit fight them. And he said they just walked in and, and shook Spivey's hand and like thanked him and moved along. And he's like, nobody would ever fuck with Dan Spivey. <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. So if you don't know, that was Waylon Mercy, uh, but super cool. Um, and then somebody asked him about CM Punk. Uh, and that was rather funny. Uh, and before he even started to talk about it, some girl like screamed out, he's a bitch. And I've never seen The Undertaker giggle, but he giggled uh, like a little girl, which I thought was funny. Uh, but moral of the story is uh, he didn't say anything bad, but he said that he felt like CM Punk was extremely overrated. He said he's good on the mic and that's where it ends. Oh, which I thought was interesting. But he said that they had a really good WrestleMania match and that uh, he was always fine to work with. But he said that. He just didn't get it. So was there, is there some backstory that I don't know between The Undertaker and CM Punk? No, I just think that he's such a controversial figure that oh, okay. people wanted his opinion because, again, um, it's rare that you're going to just be able to ask him and get his straight opinion. Right. Uh, but in that setting, you know, he was drinking and he was more than happy to share stories. So, okay. Uh, it was really cool. Um, I would recommend it if you're a fan of The Undertaker, if you want to hear him uh, tell stories that I've never heard before. So, you know, it wasn't like it was something that I've heard, just heard him tell it in person. Uh, I had a good time. Good. So it was fun. Do you know how many of these shows he is doing? So he was on a run of he did three in in one week. Uh, So he did Indianapolis, he did Cleveland, and he was going to Pittsburgh, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, But he's he started doing them kind of around like the big shows, like the big four. So he did one like WrestleMania weekend. He would do one like SummerSlam weekend. So he would do one like wherever they were. Um, But he's also done some, I think, over in London. And I mean, he's making a shit ton of money doing this. Is there another wrestler or just anybody that you would pay to sit down and watch a one-man show well i mean i've done it with mcfoley uh there's probably a lot of people yeah in the wrestling business stone cold okay the rock yeah i mean i would listen to cm punk tell stories all night 
whatever. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of guys, though. Yeah. Okay, one more important question. Okay. Where do you land on the CM Punk issue? I think that he has done himself no favors, uh, but just the character and the wrestler, I'll always be a fan. He made me love wrestling again after, like, I was out of it. Yeah. So. Okay. I'll always look back on that era fondly. Okay. Good. But, I mean, lately, drama follows him everywhere. I think that at some point you just need to grow up and stop being drama. Those are wise words. So. Especially when you're in your 40s. Come on, dude. I'm creeping up. So. Um, are you... 40s creeping up on me like cheap underwear. Okay. Well. <laughs> you don't wear any, so. If you would like, you can follow our show page on Twitter at Estate Tales. You can uh, listen wherever you're listening now. You can follow. You can leave a review. You can leave a rating. You can send us a message and tell us what you like or don't like about the show. Uh, Diego said something funny about me running the 40-yard dash, but my wiener getting there first. <laughs> Absolutely true. That's what trip it would trip you up. No. <laughs> It is a speed bump, but I'll do the old uh, double tuck. Pole vault yourself across <laughs> the field there. <laughs> uh, and if you would like, we have shirts at whatamereaver.net. And uh, go look at uh, our great friend Steve Hoker's Starman NJ T Public. Mm-hmm. Starman, Steve's uh, podcasting buddies, all sorts of tales from the estate, uh, as well as other great podcast-related merchandise that you can literally put on anything. You know what I would like to put out there for Steve um, to create because I will purchase. I'm looking for a good sweatshirt, a funny Thanksgiving shirt. I don't care if he put Steve is one of the funniest people I've ever met. I am waiting for a thanksgiving you know what it should be what it should be because he's such a great photoshopper it should be like a turkey but it's you (laughs) like on the like the face and it's just and you're just stuffed with mashed potatoes oh i'd buy it have fun with that steve and i i would definitely buy and i'd buy a magnet to add it to our great collection we already have going on i mean really He's way more creative than me, and he's way funnier than me. So anything oh. uh, he can come up with. But yes, just... no, I am looking for um, Thanksgiving shirts. So, okay, cool. Are you ready to play the category game? I am. Last week I won all about butts. Yep. I knew more butt stuff than you did. You sure did. <laughs> what is surprise, the category for this surprise. week? Because it is your choice. Um, brands of diapers. Oh, we've done this before. Have we? We have. Oh, okay. Well, then, do you have a category game? Brands of deodorant. (sighs) (laughs) I literally just looked over and that's the first thing I saw. All right. Degree. Old Spice. Axe. Suave. Dove. Arm and Hammer. Harry's. Tom's. It was literally what I was just about to say. Um, arid. Right guard. Secret. Speed stick. <laughs> What's 
the one in the yellow can in there. Um, Arm and Hammer. I said that. No! Yes! I win. Good job. Here's the thing. I don't know. I'm sure we've talked about this a million times. We are both sweaters. You sometimes more than me. If we cannot seem to find a good deodorant that just seems to work really well, you especially. Listen, if some medical facility wanted to pay somebody that would be like their hardest client to find an antiperspirant that actually keeps them dry and they wanted to pay me, I will be your test dummy because I have never found a deodorant that keeps me dry. No. I don't smell. No? I always smell good. Yes. If you've ever been near me, I always smell good. There will never be a day where I don't. Uh, I mean... Just kidding. I shower all the time. <laughs> I'm we are joking. two very different people in that regard. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I sweat. True. I just sweat. Just a dirty hillbilly. Just take, take it. Stop. <laughs> I'm just a sweater. You are a sweater. Like a wool sweater. Mm-hmm. A really sweaty sweater. Just your armpits. <laughs> yeah. Just your armpits. Yeah. But I don't get upper lip sweat like you. You do not. I. Yeah. A wet lip over here. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> last week you did not have any drama. I did not. How are you feeling this week? Are you ready to talk about a little bit of drama? I am. All right. Go right ahead. So I don't, I personally have never watched any Mr. Beast videos. You know, I might see like headlines or clips. Me neither. You know, I know, but you know, so recently he paid for, he built a hundred wells and dug a hundred wells in Africa to supply clean drinking water. You know what I mean? Was it for the rains down in Africa? <laughs> because there is not that many rains down in Africa. Is he going to be Mr. Toto now? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways. Continue. So, you know, you would think this is a great thing. You know, he is helping all these people on, on his own dime. And people are upset at him for doing this. Why are they upset? They're because... He's, you know, he's only doing this for clout. He's only, you know, doing this, you know, for views, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, he seems to be a genuinely nice guy. Like, he's doing these great things. And yes, is he making money off of these videos? Yes. And then you know what he's doing? He's reinvesting that money into other good things. So, but what people, some people have said is, you know, it's great, you know, what he did, you know, for the, you know, for these, you know, for this country, you know, the, you know, that he helped down there, but Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean drinking water. So why, you know, you know, first of all, it should be, we should be able to fix that problem, you know, ourselves, but you know, why isn't he, you know, investing, you know, in America as well? So I think he did a great thing personally, you know, he can spend his money and do good deeds wherever, you know, his heart is at in a good place. Um, but yeah. I think that no matter what mm-hmm. and no matter the amount or what type of good things that some people do, there's always going to be the people that say, but that's Very just true. life. Very you, That's true. just life. And <clears throat> That's why it's so hard for some people to be kind and be good to other people because when they try, it's just like that's the response you get. 
you just have to try and tune those people out. Don't give them your energy. Like, there's just those people. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, like. We just need more people to do good. Right. Exactly. Because guess what? Somebody might see, because he's got more followers than anybody, somebody might see that and say, you know what? I'm going to do that in Flint, Michigan. Right. I'm going to figure out a way to do that in my community. Or, you know, just even, you know, something on such a smaller scale, you know, like, I just, I just think people, I know it's everybody wants to be, it's all about me and it's self-preservation and it's, you know, like, I understand. Like, sometimes it's not even about the actual act that somebody's doing. It's about what might that inspire other people to do. Right. That's really what the focus should be on. Right. Okay, yeah, he's doing this thing, but how many people is he inspiring who maybe have never thought about doing something for other people in their neck of the woods? Right. You know, everybody, you know, everybody's had struggles, you know, of different sorts in their lives, you know, whether it be financial or, you know, just, you know, family or relationship, whatever it may be. But, you know, at as you grow up, it builds you into who you are, you know, builds that character, yada, yada, yada. And I think, you know, people just need to, you know, pay it forward and just realize, you know, everybody's going through something, you know, be kind, you know, be that person that you needed when you were younger or, you know, when you were going through a hard time. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, how about that? You follow that up with a random fact. Okay. Is it clean? <clears throat> Technically, no, but oh. but yes, it is clean. So got to put another explicit tag. On no, this no, no, no. It's not that kind of dirty. Oh, okay. Did you know every month that you consume about a Lego's worth, like a a four by two Lego? You know what I'm talking about. Um, worth of microplastics and within a month you know and then within a year all that plastic could be made into a fireman's helmet that's how much microplastics we're consuming but how just through um like fish that you eat because a lot of the fish aren't you know those plastics from the ocean and just you know from plastic water bottles and just everything so, like, a credit card. Think of a credit card the size of a credit card. You're eating that much plastic a month. I thought when you were when you started talking, you were going to talk about, like, how many spiders you eat. I think it's seven <sighs> a year. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my skin crawl. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, there you go. All right. Are you ready for some reviews? Ooh, what do you got? Well, I've I've only got three this week. We're oh. we're recording early. Yeah. If we would have recorded normal time, I probably would have more. But it's okay. We, we're running a bit long, so three is good. That's what she said. My first review. Okay. Warhead sour jelly beans. These are a thing. I found these at Sweeties, the largest candy store in the country. Just another reason for y'all to come visit beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. That's right. <clears throat> but I went there to get stuff for Steve and Ethan, who both seem to really like the the crack corn. The crack corn. So 
I told them I practice self-control and I bought two of them only for them and I didn't break into them as much as I wanted to. Yes. But I did pick up, they had Warhead sour jelly beans. I love jelly beans. I love sour stuff. I love Warheads. Thought I'd give them a shot. I ate the whole box the other night watching the Golden Girls at 1 (laughs) a.m. Were they really sour like a Warhead? No. Were they sweeter than I anticipated? Yes. Were they still really good? Obviously. Uh, 4.1. Okay. I like them. I would eat them again. But they should make jelly beans that are actually as sour as Warheads. That's what I was hoping for. You know what they should just do is just put a sour head coating on the outside of a jelly bean and bing, bang, boom. Done. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, if you listen to more Tales from the Estate with Travis, I I did a review of the uh, limited edition sour mixed berry Skittles. And (laughs) those are... <laughs> Food gasm. I ate three quarters of the bag. Yeah, it was a shared. It was a shareable size bag. She's been pooping Skittles ever since. Sure have. Rainbow turds. That's right. <laughs> That's right. My second review. I actually recorded a review of this last night, uh, and I was going to put it up, but for whatever reason, uh, that. Douche canoe Elon has ruined this app and I cannot upload videos from the app anymore. And it's too annoying to do it from the actual website. So uh you can't upload videos? No, it just it it wouldn't. It won't do it. No. It won't do it. So Mm -hmm. whatever. But what I reviewed was the Mountain Dew Game Fuel. They came out with uh the regular game fuel, which is like a cherry. Cherry citrus. Yeah, but then they have a mystic punch. It was purple. Says it's fruit punch. I literally don't know what this tasted like. It just tasted like every kind of Mountain Dew mixed into one, which would make brown Mountain Dew, Brownton Dew. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what this tasted like to me. Was it bad? No. Did it taste like anything specific? Nope. So uh, I think I gave it a four. Okay. Real question. When you were younger and went to like CC's or any sort of buffet, would you ever just mix all the sodas together in your cup? Like at a place where you were able to like self-serve your own drinks? You never did that? No. Ever? No. I would always get orange soda though. You wouldn't just be At CC's. Okay. Maybe I'm just a weird kid. Just mixed well with their pizza, I guess. Maybe I'm just a fucking weird kid. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I would always leave out like the Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke though, because that would just really ruin it. Okay. <laughs> My final review. Uh, I don't know how how widespread these are. If they're all over, I think I've only seen two in our area. But I tried for the first time Pot Belly Sandwich Shop mm-hmm. the other day, and they have a special right now, and it's called the Ring of Fire. <laughs> now like most places you figure okay uh, fast casual or fast food place they have everything that they say is spicy it's never actually spicy this was hot <laughs> this was really hot so it was uh, grilled chicken with cheese a spicy ranch and then it had roasted red peppers and the yellow bird ghost pepper sauce this thing cleared me out like I got this and then I got a bottle of IBC root beer. Mm-hmm. 
after the first half of the sandwich, that root beer was gone. <laughs> and I had to eat the whole second half of that sandwich while I was driving. <laughs> and my mouth is just like, my lips are numb. My, like, my whole face is red. Was it the sauce that... It was just, it was like all of it. Like the ranch was hot. The sauce was hot. They put roasted red peppers, but they also put like hot peppers on it. <laughs> because they said, do you want everything on it? And I said, yep. How's your butthole? Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. It wasn't hot coming out? No. Hmm. No. Interesting. My stomach handles Taco Bell <laughs> a couple times a week. This sandwich wasn't going to affect it, but it was really hot. Like, way hotter than I thought. It was really good for a large size, which probably was a foot long. It was, like, 12 bucks. Okay. So not terrible. Uh, I would go back. The rest of their menu seemed more, like, deli style, but they almost do it like Quiznos, where they put it through the... Toaster oven. The toaster roller. So... They did have some good sounding subs, but overall, I liked it. I would give it a 4.5. Okay. So if you have a pot belly sandwich shop, go in there, get the ring of fire, and let it clear you out. I loved it. And now, after these messages, we will hear our top five, where we're going to discuss our favorite child actors. That's right. But that'll be right after these messages from our great podcasting buddies. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are in the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. Hi, I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about brews and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewpodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. And we're back. We back. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Was it did I say something wrong? No. Oh. <laughs> You're sure 
it at me. Sometimes I just like to keep you on your toes. You do. You do. You do. All right. This week's top five. Child actors. That's right. This is an interesting one. I don't know how you went with this, but what I did, because you could really go down some rabbit holes with mm-hmm. this top five, because there have been so many over the years, especially when we were growing up, there were so many sip sitcoms that had young actors so at least for my list what i tried to go by was some ones that were big when they were child actors but didn't really continue that into adulthood okay but it's all subjective i know i forgot some i did this an hour ago so uh we're gonna go through our list you have honorable mentions i have two i have three all right okay uh well you you will do yours uh i will do mine we will do our top five and then if we forgot some yell at us all right. First honorable mention, Angus T. Jones from Two and a Half Men. That's a really good one. And I don't know how I didn't put that on my list. I mean, uh, he... that's my fourth honorable mention. <laughs> Jake. Jake. Jake Harper. Jake Harper. Yes. Especially those early years. Yeah. Man, he was funny. Yeah. Like he just did so good. Um, My second one is Lindsay Lohan. So, you know, obviously Parent Trap came out, you know, when I same age like i just thought she was like the coolest thing after i found out of course that she was like the same person because i thought they were actual twins and then i was told no it's just one person but yeah i love me some Lindsay. yeah so and i think she just had a baby and she's you know she's doing good these days so good for her okay yeah my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, Angus T. Jones. Mm-hmm. A funny thing, if you watch the earlier seasons of Two and a Half Men, probably 75% of the time, if you're watching a scene with Jake and you really pay attention, he always almost breaks. Like if you ever watch the outtakes, they have to do so many scenes when he's in it because he always breaks. Yeah. And if you just watch, it's so funny because you can just see him trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> uh, and I've seen them so many times that I, I just like, I watch it for that now. Yeah. So. Um, my next one, <clears throat> Dakota Fanning. Okay. I'm sure it'll be on your list. No? Yeah. She okay. is. Okay, cool. She is. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep that with that. That's okay. Uh, the second one is Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then my last one, Mara Wilson. Oh. Matilda. Yes. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, man. She was yes. such a cute little kid. She was. She was so good in those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you love Matilda. I love Matilda. I love Mrs. Doubtfire the best. Yeah. Uh, but she was really good. Great choices. Yeah. All right. So what is your number five? My number five is Dakota Fanning. Okay. I remember watching her. Have you ever seen the movie I Am Sam? Yes. I mean, just the acting, like phenomenal. Like I just remember seeing it because I think it came out in like 2001 maybe, but it was just amazing. Have yeah. you ever heard of Dethrota Fanning? I have not. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Okay. Or don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number five, mm-hmm. Haley Joel Osment. Oh, six cents. I think because of the time when it came out, and I think it's one of those movies that once you see it once and you know the twist, it just kind of is what it is. But if you haven't watched The Sixth Sense in a long time, just go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. For some a kid that age to be that good. Mm-hmm. In that type of movie, holy crap! Is that it's such a good performance? Such a good movie. No. Uh, and Bruce Willis was great, and it's sad what's going on with him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's right. my number five. All right. What's your number four? 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, some JTT. J, um, I just want to let you know, and that's what I put it down as, JTT, because, you know, growing up, you know, those that early or late 90s, you know, mid 90s, Home Improvement came out, like, he was on the cover of every teen magazine, like, he was the heartthrob, like, you didn't realize he's like 5'4", not that that's, not that height is a big deal, but, you know, like, Size doesn't matter. That's right. That's right. Not that I would know. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah. Oh, I might me. I might catch some heat for this. Home improvement's okay, but I was very much take it or leave it when I was growing up. Like it wasn't that show for me. So like I would rather watch <clears throat> Family Matters. I would rather watch Boy Meets World. I would rather watch Step by Step. I would rather watch probably ten shows that I would rather watch than Home Improvement. So I loved watching Home Improvement growing up. I tried watching it the other day and I couldn't watch it because it was so misogynistic. It was so like, it was like, oh, I was getting so angry. Like he didn't want his wife to do anything. Like she like, oh, just, yeah. Oh, I was getting so angry, but so, it's like the stereotypical male. It know? was <laughs> like caveman yeah, I, humor. I you know. know, growing up, I have good memories of it. Watching it, and I was an adult. I'm like, no, can't do it. So. Okay. Uh, my number four, Jaleel White. Ooh, Did I do that? Ooh, yes. Who doesn't love Steve Urkel? Uh, or yeah, Stefan. Stefan. Oh man, what. When he would not be Steve and he would be Stefan. And Laura was just like, oh, Right, Stephon. but didn't he go through like a, a, made him into like a machine. Like he, yeah, he went through into like, a machine. Yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, man, yes. Great, great stuff. Absolutely. And that was really it for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's your number three? <clears throat> number three, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh. I have a fifth honorable mention. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> I have 11 honorable mentions amazing She's child so actor good. like yeah. amazing stranger things is i hate the pandemic for fucking that up right but it's so good though especially the first season it's kind of one of those they caught lightning in a bottle and it, it every season's been good but that first season was wow yeah because they were young mm -hmm. so good good choice yes good choice thank you um <clears throat> My number three, mm -hmm. just for personal, because I love the show so much. Taj Maori. Oh, smart guy. <laughs> smart guy is one of my favorites. You talk about smart guy all the time. I love smart guy. He's a smart guy. It's such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Weaver. And then he was singing on Chingy's song, mm -hmm. One Call Away. Oh, yeah. Man, take me back. That was like 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Omar Gooding. Yeah. Great show. Absolutely. About a single dad, which was cool because you don't you never really got that dynamic. Yeah. I mean full house, but you had a whole friggin' family. So. Right. Okay, cool. Uh what's your number two? My number two is Macaulay Culkin. All right. Well, I'm gonna for the first time in history, I'm gonna change my list. Okay. My number two is also Macaulay Culkin. I should have done sorry. it anyway. No, no, no. I should have done this anyways. It's okay. All right. You talked me into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is the child actor. I oh. mean, <clears throat> for our generation. Exactly. If you do some research on Google or whatever, you're always going to see um, Shirley Temple. 
that's for our parents generation Mm -hmm. that's the child actor but i think for our generation like everything was a hit yeah it was the home alones it was you know go watch the good son that you know kind of was a downturn but what a friggin' good movie yeah like you hate him in that movie Mm -hmm. uh but you just like even richie rich and all of those movies yep i love them all yeah the bees yeah (laughs) (sighs) i think that also uh led to my childhood trauma of bees bees. (laughs) that movie (laughs) all right well since that was my number two yeah uh what is your number one favorite child actor of all time mary kate nashley olsen okay i mean for me you know just as a girl like you know like they were it like they were like the influencer like they were like oh god i love mary kate and ashley olsen so much okay still do all right yeah well uh my number one i may be a little biased uh this individual certainly would have been on my list um but things have happened recently uh that have solidified and i should have done this anyways but i was just trying to go with macaulay culkin because it's the most popular uh but my number one Mm -hmm. um because and i can say this without you getting upset because you were there and you witnessed it she hugged me so good (laughs) uh topanga (laughs) she did hug you so good she did oh oh time of my life i know and here's the thing she has not aged she looks phenomenal she does she looks better now than she did then yeah obviously we're all older now that's that's why but uh yeah she is something she really is i mean she's beautiful and like she didn't have caked on makeup like she just beautiful like yeah yeah good choice and the thing is like she did boy meets world now it's just kind of it Mm-hmm. so she really was like a child actor now she like directs films and she doesn't really act anymore yeah so but yeah she was acting trying to in front of her husband with me though <laughs> getting fresh i know that's right oh and he was taking pictures he was he was I cucked him right up <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was a fun one that was uh before we move on to our shout outs I have an omission from last week and normally I wouldn't care, but um, my ego is getting the best of me and I have too much of a punny joke to not ask this. So last week we did our top five cooking shows. Mm -hmm. So if you were to host your own cooking show, what would it be called? Um, uh, Pass. No, 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 no. What would your the name of your cooking show be? It would be called Damn, What's in the Fridge? <laughs> okay. I like it. All right, so if you had to guess what the name of my cooking show would be. If you get this right, I'll PayPal you $100 right now. Drewy 2 Scoop. Oh, that was close. That was close. Drewy Food Time. <laughs> With Drewy Two Time. Oh. Imagine that. I just come out with my chef hat. It's Drewy Food Time. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. So uh, maybe I should change when I when I actually uh, commit 
and start my YouTube with my reviews. That's what it'll be called. That'll okay. be the name of my YouTube page. All right. Drury Food Time. I like it. So. I like it a it's lot. It's going to be the name of this episode, too. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, now, are you ready to do some shout outs? Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Yes. Do you have any shout outs? Um, just one more time. Congratulations to Romat Billy. Finally tied the knot. They're finally legal. You know, they've, you know, what a great wedding. Only took beautiful. them 13 years. But you know what? They did it. And I'm so happy that they included us to be a part of their day. So shout out to them. Me too. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, also, last week was Lee's birthday. We talked about it. We did? We did. Oh. Well, sh- but we can talk about it again. Love you. Ha- happy birthday. Well, speaking of birthdays, part of the reason why I wanted to do the show early this week, and I put a little poll up on uh, the old Twitter, but guess what? We're going to drop it anyways. <laughs> but... Um, part of the reason why I wanted to record early is because tomorrow, November 15th, mm-hmm. uh, is my nephew Mason's 19th birthday. Yeah. Which means that, pal, you can go to Canada and live it up. That's right. Just get you a passport and uncle's going to take you, pal. There you go. Uh, what a great kid. Just yes. the sweetest, biggest heart. I am proud of the man he's become. Mm-hmm. And he watches these kids all the time. He does. Bless his heart. Bless bless you, my son. that shit ain't easy. No, it is not. Uh, don't pay him enough, but we pay him. We do. But hope you have a great birthday. Uh, love you, buddy. Happy birthday. We love you. All right. Um, well, now I will talk about, as always, my buddy Tim. You can find him on Twitter at a chair shot. He's so pulling up a chair, which is a wonderful podcast. But uh, right before we started recording, I was halfway through his episode of Legendary Wrestling Figures, the season finale, episode 60 with Brian, uh, where they're going over the last of the LJNs and they're talking about the big rubber guys, which I thought was awesome. Uh, I'm ashamed that it's taken me this long to listen, but uh, my day was hectic, yeah, to say the least. I'm sorry. So I'm going to finish that up when we finish recording looking forward to that uh but go check him out he's just the best dude uh love his friendship love who he is and and all that he does to support uh, not only our show but all of the shows uh that we talk about because that's just who he is uh brian at legendary wrestling figures go check out the season finale um i didn't listen to the whole thing but i'm very excited for the karaoke from andre the giant at the end Ooh. which is always one of the highlights uh, of my listening experience to, to legendary wrestling figures, but very excited for Brian to uh, start season two. Uh, if he wants to have me back, I'd be more than happy. I'd love to review more LJNs. Once we get into the later years, I don't really have much knowledge because I didn't have any of them, uh, but I can give it a whirl. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we want to shout out breaker and Bane's power hour. Uh, I think we're getting closer to that coming back and I can't wait. I'm ready. It's been far too long. Uh, we're there. Ever- we're, I act like I'm a part of their show. Yeah. Ha, look at me. Uh, they are oh so close to 500 episodes. Uh, we are not oh so close. No. But we're getting closer to 150. We are. Which is cool. Um, <clears throat> check out the Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. This week they talked about Happy Meals. When you think Happy Meal, what's the first thing you think of? Nuggets. Okay, me too. And that was going to be my next question is what kind of Happy Meal would you get? Because that's what they asked. And they both went uh, cheeseburger, I think. Really? I'm a nugget guy. Oh. It was always nuggets with sweet and sour sauce when I was little. Same. Soulmates. Soulmates, baby. So that's really cool. Go check them out. Uh, Breaker and Jeff host the TB Toycast. 
Uh, no Holds Barred with Bill Benis. His book is available for pre-order. Ooh. So we will be purchasing that. Um, you talked about doing sweatshirts, but maybe we should just give everybody a copy of Bill Benis's book for Christmas. I can't think of a better gift, and I can't think of a better way to enlighten so many lives. It's like killing 19 birds with one stone. Ooh. Just give them some Benis. What do you want for Christmas? Benis. You got it. A what Benus do you want for book. Christmas? Venus. Got it. What do you want? Hardcover? Paperback? I got all the Venus. I got hard Venus and soft Venus. Whatever you need. Hard Venus, please. Uh, Bill, if you want to pay me to do an infomercial. <laughs> uh, or if you just want to comp me some books. Got you, pal. We're family. Um, <clears throat> the Three Brews podcast with AJ, Ty, and Ryan. So they've been doing this thing on this podcast and every time they do, and I love it, it makes me think of you. So they play this game where they play a song and they have to guess what the song is. <laughs> and every time I just think this would be a comedy of airs. Evidenced by the fact that last night I said, I started singing the song locked up. Don't know why it popped into my head, but it did. And I said, you know who sings that song? And you said, R Kelly. <laughs> I said, no, he is locked up. <laughs> So I had to play the song, and eventually, uh, once Akon started singing, you knew, oh, it's Akon. As soon as I heard his voice, I knew who it was. And I told you you would. Yes. Uh, but go check out the Three <laughs> Bruce podcast. They are uh, they're fun. So check them out. Uh, the Buried Motives podcast, all about dirtbag murderers. So if you like true crime and hearing about uh, dirtbag murderers. Yeah. I love listening to that show. Me too. And they do the research. And I can only think to myself, like, the rabbit holes that you would get down oh. doing research on a story. Oh. Oof. So I'm still looking forward to the day that you host a true crime podcast. One day. One day. Um, <clears throat> the Stolen Gimmicks Wrestling Podcast with Jordan and Joe. They did their top five gimmick matches this past week, which I, I was my idea. I got to submit mine. So they did mine along with them. We all had the same number one. So that was good. Do you want to do you want to keep going on this stolen gimmick? No, because they definitely don't host a fantasy football league, and we definitely didn't play each other this week, and you definitely didn't beat me. I did. Da 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 da. Yes, I did. Are you doing the final countdown? I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I won. Okay, you did. So here's the thing: going into the week, uh, which. The sleeper app is odd. The projections on these games is, is wonky. But I think you were projected to win like 105 to 80 some. Yeah. And so the games start and you're just beating the ever-loving shit out of me. At one point it was like 128 to 59 or something like that. And I'm just like, okay, well, you beat the crap out of me. It is what it is. <laughs> well, then going into like the night game, you're like, oh, you're only down by like six points. I'm like, what? So I had some guys blow up. Um, and if I would have played different people, it would have been closer and I would have had a chance. But you won. I did. The final score, 172 to 145. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Apparently that's victory music now, the final Um. But, you know, I do have to, you know, give you a shout out because you help me every week. I, you know, tr always try to look at it myself, but I always say, hey, what do you think of this? And you are always very helpful. So thank you. Yeah. So. All right. 
<clears throat> well, now five and five now. Now it's time to talk about the uh, in the marbles podcast. And normally you would think, all right, well the season's done. You know, there's not much to talk about. Uh, I as I listened to the show this past week, I wrote down a lot of notes. So guys, um, where should I start? Uh, to soda. I know you guys were talking about it. Ohio, we are still considered the Midwest. I know you said the North. Uh, that kind of starts tail end of Pennsylvania into New York and up mm-hmm. is considered North. Uh, we're still bunched in with the Midwest, even though uh, weather wise, we get it all. Uh, but yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Um, Ethan had some very dark humor this week. Uh, I thought I was listening to our podcast. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you just got to be a savage. And That's he was. very true. I'm not going to hate on that. Uh, and one thing I'm, I'm not going to hate on, but I've gone back and forth with this. I almost sent him a Snapchat like three times, and I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm just being emotional here. So I think it's pretty clear if you listen to this show, uh, I'm willing to try just about anything. But I think that being said, there are some lines that just should not be crossed. And I feel like he made a statement that's just crossing a line. This man puts cottage cheese on biscuits and gravy. Don't say interesting because it ain't. I was, you just. I, I knew what you were going to say. It's not interesting. No, it's not okay. Um, normally, I don't throw the flag. I'm throwing the challenge flag on this. Brother, That's that can't be a thing. I put cottage cheese on bread I once. love cottage cheese. I love biscuits and gravy. I I can't. No, I, I thought to myself, I'll try it. I can't. I, uh, no. I'll try it and let you know. Oh, I love you, brother, but <laughs> we have to draw the line somewhere, and I think that may be it. I think that may be it. But you know what? <laughs> she'll try it. I'll let you know. And she'll let you know. And then if she says it's at least passable, I'll give it a shot. All right. More to come. Uh, and then the last thing, I have a question for you guys. So I figure you're getting into the off season. Not that you're at a loss for material, but I miss asking questions. And I thought of one while I was driving the other day. So, you know, it's kind of understood in wrestling over the past, let's say, four generations. You've had kind of the guy in each era. So in the 80s, it was Hogan. Uh, into the 90s, the Attitude Era, it was Austin. And you could say The Rock. It's kind of 1A, 1B. Uh, and then from there, you had John Cena, who he was the guy into the new millennium. He kind of led that era for a long time. And now it's kind of Roman Reigns. He's that guy. So taking that, uh, but spinning that into NASCAR. So for the last few generations, who would you say is like the guy? So obviously it could be Dale, uh, could be Jimmy Johnson. for a little, I don't know. I just would like to hear both of your opinions, like the last three, four eras of NASCAR, who would you say, in your opinion, was the guy? Jeff Gordon. Maybe. Uh, I can't wait to listen. That's my question. Great question. But go check out In the Marbles. It's a fantastic podcast. Uh, We love their show. We love interacting with those guys. Um, I have uh, an idea I would really like to have both of them on to do a more tales from the estate with the in the marbles guys fantastic so uh, i'm gonna hopefully coordinate that with them uh but go check them out as well as all the other great podcasts like fully posable drunk wrestling history referring up with rj boot to the face howling with the wolf 
What's something that made you happy this week? I have been doing a lot of yard work this week. And I've been very proud of all the stuff that I've gotten done. It's made me very happy to see. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. I edged up all of our sidewalks today, which has never been done. It was awesome. And I feel very accomplished. You should. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Now's the part where you ask me. Oh, yes. What's, What's something that made you happy? Are you ready? Yes. Super Bowl! Super Brown! Yeah! <laughs> Manifesting it, huh? Um, I gotta tell you, with the exception of the couple games in the past 25 years where we've clinched a playoff berth, which, oh, by the way, is two, uh, that was the biggest regular season win we've had since we've been back. Um, it, there, I read an interesting stat. Uh, there had been 69 times where the Browns had been uh, facing an AFC North opponent and been down 14 points at any point in the game. You want to know what their record was in those games? Zero. Zero. Was it? Zero and 69. <laughs> you want to know what the record was after Sunday? One and 69. You got that right. <laughs> You got that right. Let me tell you, every single team, every single Cleveland Browns team from the year 1999 until the year 2022 would lose that game. This is a different team, and it's fucking exciting. So I did not watch any of the game because, you know, I just don't do well. Um, But the noises coming from the basement – as you were watching the game, I had to keep like checking the score on my phone to like see what was going on. It sounded very, and then I watched the highlight reel, and that was, you know, I read that the only time the Browns led that entire game was at the end. Was at the end. They to trailed win. the entire game. Yeah. The entire game. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah, because they went down a minute into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Um, Nick Chubb's going to smash the guitar next week. Um, So we've got another huge one coming up Sunday with Pittsburgh. And let me tell you, if they bring him out to smash that guitar, I might spontaneously combust. (laughs) Well, I will be watching from work. So cannot wait. (laughs) Cannot wait. So that I'm very happy this week. Good. Very happy. Good. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts? No, just be kind to yourself and be kind to others. All right. Well, we would like to thank you for listening to episode 143. Thanks for listening to all the episodes that you've listened to, whether that be one or 143. Uh, We appreciate all the support. We appreciate all the feedback. We appreciate everybody that uh, shares nice things about our show and uh, leaves funny comments about thinking you're funny when you're horny, huh? (laughs) Uh -huh. You've been good today. Way to behave yourself. Thank you. Thank Proud you. Of you. Thank you very much. Uh, well, of all the shows we've done, this has been the most recent. Uh, we hope that you'll have a good week. We hope that uh, you'll be nice to each other. Yes. And if somebody does something nice, don't bitch about it. That's right. That's counterproductive. Exactly. Cheer them on. Absolutely. Cheer your friends on. Support your friends. Mm-hmm. Simple. All right. Well, this is going to do it for 143. We'll see you next week for 144. But until then, too, too sweet. sweet.
Tschüss.